Welcome back. In this episode, we're going to start to look at the first reason you might be self-silencing. Have you ever avoided sharing a personal experience or a strong opinion that might not sit well with your family, your friends or your peers? Well, in this episode, we're tackling a topic many of us quieter types often wrestle with. The worry that those we care about will see us differently, will change their opinion of us if we start to share more of ourselves, our thoughts, our ideas, our opinions and even parts of our personality. This fear is especially common in people like us who are naturally more quiet and reserved. It's born out of a concern that our authentic self, if different from what people are used to, might lead to judgment or misunderstanding. There's this underlying worry that being our true selves might alter how we're perceived by those whose opinion we value. It's different from the concern about what strangers think. With strangers, we can often brush off their judgments. But with family, friends, peers in our industry or clients, for instance, their perception of a new side of us carries a lot more weight. You might fear that family will question your changed perspectives or that friends might distance themselves. There's also a concern that those peers or clients might view you differently for your beliefs and experiences, which could impact your livelihood in some way. Often this fear is just that, a fear, a perception in our minds rather than reality, something we think could happen, but not necessarily something that is going to happen. But it holds power over how we express ourselves. The roots of this fear go very deep. I've touched on this in previous episodes, but it's almost an instinctual drive stemming from the primal need not to be ostracized. Historically, being cast out from our tribe, our community, would mean danger or even death. But let's go a little bit deeper into why this fear of judgment from those important to us holds such power. For one, these are people whose opinions we respect and value. Their validation, acceptance and understanding matters to us on a fundamental level. It's not just about avoiding negative judgments, it's about preserving our place, it's about belonging in some ways, and the bonds we have within these crucial circles of our lives. Another key point is the emotional investment we have in these relationships. For many of us, the thought of straining or altering these connections can be very daunting. Our family, friends and the people that we are close to aren't just people we interact with, they are integral parts of our support system, our daily lives and in some ways our identity. 
When we fear their judgment, it's not just about losing their approval. It's also about the potential shift in how we connect and relate with them. We fear that showing our true selves might change the dynamics of these relationships that we cherish and rely on. So how do we start to navigate around this fear of judgment and rejection? I'm going to share with you three ways to help you with this today. The first one is small steps. To begin overcoming this fear, it's all about taking small, manageable steps. Start by sharing your thoughts and opinions on less controversial topics with friends and family. It's about finding a safe space where you can begin to peel back the layers of your authentic self, build a strong support circle around you. It surprises me how many people start a business, coaches, service providers that I've spoken to in the past, and they don't tell family and friends. They don't have a partner or a spouse to talk to about things. They have started this business and maybe they're close, but they aren't able to talk to them and be open about everything that's going on. Being more open here is a first step many people fail to take. But even if that's not an option, it's about surrounding yourself with people who are in alignment with you and your values. So start taking those small steps and talk to your family, your friends, and see where you can build this support circle around you of people who are on the same page as you, who understand where you're coming from and are receptive to you being your authentic self. Next, I want to talk about reframing. When we worry, we often think of the worst case scenario. This simple reframing technique can give you a fresh perspective. And it's one technique that I have come across time and time again, and I use it all the time for myself. And it's these three simple questions. What is the best that can happen? What is the worst that could happen? And what's most likely to happen? When we start to think about what is most likely to happen, you'll notice that it's never really as bad as it seems. We get so caught up in the negative and don't even see what the positives can be. But then if we were to look at what is most likely to happen, well, our expectations are not negative or positive when we're going in with this kind of mindset. We don't expect too much, but we're not expecting the worst. And that gives you a way of really just stepping out there and sharing what you have on your mind without any expectation. The final point I want to share with you today is to lead with curiosity. If you do face judgment from someone you care about, if they question it, they don't agree, they show some concern in some way, Approach it with curiosity rather than defense. Try to understand where they are coming from. 
Often their reactions come from a place of care or misunderstanding, and it's not from a place of malice. We're all entitled to have different opinions because we all have different life experiences, have different ways of looking at life. So if you approach it with curiosity, you can understand their perspective and also help them to understand your perspective. And in the instance of that it's sharing more of your personality and they didn't expect it, then you just be open about that. So with these three things, taking small steps, reframing to think of what is the most likely to happen, but also acknowledging what could happen is the best perspective and what potentially could happen in the worst perspective. You then can enter that conversation or share that thing on social media with more of a realistic approach. And then leading with curiosity, if there is ever any of these judgments that happen, which honestly is so rare, most people you care about you are going to support you. So remember that. So if you resonated with the worry that those you care about will see you differently, then know you're not alone. From my years of observation and conversations, this is one of the most common reasons people self-silence. I want you to remember you can move past this challenge. It's about taking those small steps and building a supportive circle of people who care about you. In the next episode, we'll explore the next reason you might be self-silencing, and that is you feel responsible for other people's feelings. For more insights and additional reframing techniques like this, don't forget to check out my mini book, Stop Self-Silencing. Until then, take care and thank you for listening. If you found value in this episode and are seeking more personalized support on your journey to visibility, I'd like to extend a special invitation to you. Join me in the Visibility Lab. This unique space is designed for individuals like you who are ready to amplify their voice, embrace their authentic selves and make a genuine impact. You'll find an empowering community of like-minded individuals, all working towards greater visibility. So if you're ready to step out of the shadows and into your light, to stop self-silencing and make the impact that you've always dreamed of, then join us in the Visibility Lab. Visit fifimason.com forward slash TVL to find out more.